The Wolfpack Ninja Tour is back November 3rd through the 5th at the Budweiser Event Center. All the top ninjas will be there, racing for over $50,000 in cash prizes. A portion of our profits benefit our charity partner, Positive Coaching Alliance. Kids can take classes with their favorite ninjas. Megan, Jesse, Joe, Flip, they're all going to be there racing head-to-head. It's going to be epic. Go to WolfpackNinjaTour.com for tickets. And to learn more, follow us on our socials at Wolfpack Ninjas. See you there. Ow! Wolfpack Ninja Podcast, Jarrett Grossman, Serial Entrepreneur. Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin. And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior. We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. So we've got this terrific guest today, Jarek Grossman, and let me tell you, this guy is is really, really interesting. He's really motivational, and I'm just going to read off his website. If you go to jarretgrossman.com, J-A-R-E-T-G-R-O-S-S-M-A-N.com, you're going to see this guy's the real deal. So Jarek Grossman wants to change the world, starting one life at a time. Jarek's a real serial entrepreneur, South Florida realtor, Mensa member, YouTube sensation, author, motivational speaker, and world-class coach who found his way only after he emotionally suffered in investment banking and law school. As the co-founder of Muscle Prodigy and creator of the popular MP45 program that has transformed thousands of people's lives, he has been looked up to as someone who has a unique gift of helping people make rapid change. His 100,000 subscribers on YouTube are proof that Jarrett's life, advice, and business acumen moves people. So before we get into Jarrett's interview, uh, which is a great one, I want to talk a little bit about the Wolfpack Ninja Tour. Now, first and foremost, you have to see the new videos. Like, seriously, the first tour was amazing. So you should catch the recaps at wolfpackninjatour.com. Just go and check it out right now. Put put this on pause, and trust me, go and check it out. Uh, tickets are on sale for the second Wolfpack Ninja Tour, which will be November 3rd to 5th, again in Denver, uh, before we take it nationally. And we'll be announcing the national tour uh, at the at this tour in Denver. So it's going to be really off the hook. And I want to go through a couple ticket tiers that are, are new and really interesting. And the first is the Ultimate Pass. This pass allows one-on-one instruction with your kid or you with Jesse Graff or Megan Martin or Joe Moravsky. But you know, you, this is, you can't pass this up and these are selling fast. I think Jesse only has two or three spots left and that's it. They're going to be gone. But there's also front row seats for the finals event with the ninjas. Uh, there's the ability every day to play on all the equipment. Um, it comes with a competition pass, front row seats to the finals. Uh, your pro ninja will call you. Uh, or your child to discuss uh, your training before you come to the event. It's really a phenomenal ticket. Uh, the next tier is VIP, and many of our VIPs know how awesome this was. Uh, along with the Ultimate Pass, it comes with a catered party 
uh, along with the pro team. So you can hang out with the top 30 ninjas and get to know them. And this is Thursday night. There'll be healthy appetizers served and a first look at the Wolfpack Ninja Pro course. Of course, both tickets, uh, VIP and Ultimate Pass, come with an additional ninja class with a Wolfpack Ninja Pro. You don't get to choose that one, um, but you do get to choose if you get the Ultimate Pass. You get two classes with the Ultimate Pass. Uh, and then the VIP comes with a front row seat. Both of these have a special hotel hotel room deal with the Embassy Suites, which is our hotel partner. They both come with VIP swag bags, a Wolfpack Junior Mentorship Club trial subscription, um, a collector's Wolf Pass coin, access to a special Sunday morning VIP open play session. I mean, this is really an incredible event. You've got to come out and bring your family. Uh, this is, most people are saying, at the event, and I'm not kidding, they came up to Ian and myself and others, and they said, this is better than Disneyland. I had several people say that. It was incredible. Kids' classes are back. Those are great. Um, take a, a class with the one of the Ninja Pros. The, that's bundled with a spectator ticket. The Wolf Pass is back. That's the competitor's ticket. That's also bundled with a spectator's ticket. There's an open play ticket also bundled and a spectator ticket for for uh, watching the finals event. The finals event is for over $50,000 in cash and prizes. So really incredible event. Go to wolfpackninjatour.com or follow us on our socials uh, across the board. We are at Wolfpack Ninjas. Instagram is our main hang, but at Wolfpack Ninjas. Go check it out. Let's get on to Jarrett Grossman. Okay, joining us today is Jarrett Grossman, 29-year-old guy who is a really accomplished guy. We're really excited to have, to have him on the show. He has finished law school. He's a three-time All-American wrestler. He's an entrepreneur. And he's just a great guy who's living the life that we've kind of been talking about in terms of you know, dedication to excellence and self-improvement and finding your way in the world. So, Jarrett, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. You know, it's an honor. Yeah, it's, it's great to have you. And, you know, one of the first things that struck me, and I think we should kind of get into your story a little bit, but, you know, I want to know a little bit about your wrestling history, because I, I was a wrestler as well, and I know how hard that sport is. Tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of, lot of sports, and wrestling by far and away is the, is the toughest, you know, and uh, I think, what's his name, Matt Hughes, who's, who was a wrestler, went into UFC, said, if if he he couldn't compete in wrestling nearly as long as UFC and so forth, that his his entire body would be completely shot after just a couple of years and more of that kind of training, <laughs> you right. know. So it just gives you a little, you know, uh, understanding of how difficult it is on the shoulders and the joints and so forth, and just uh, the weight cutting and all this, all that kind of stuff. So uh, it is a grueling sport for sure. Uh, I I really took it so seriously from. The point I was a sophomore in high school from that summer, uh, I was horrible at it. I won uh, one match the first year I took it up, uh, ninth grade, not much better. And then 10th grade, I think on the varsity team, I won uh, four matches or so. But then some, something came over me. A mentor really uh, came into my life and taught me the value of hard work. I doubled up on, on uh, did two practices practically every single day over the summer uh, ran, uh, with spr sprints almost every single morning, weightlifting too. Uh, and then, uh, really took to it like a sponge would watch YouTube videos of just nonstop instructional videos on wrestling books, so forth. And, uh, 
eventually was able to make a name for myself in, in high school, was able to go to senior nationals, for instance. So didn't place at senior nationals, but uh, then went on to college and was fortunate enough to wrestle in college and then became a three-time All-American there. And it was just uh, a lot of a lot of hard work, a lot of grit and, and toughness. And, and you know how that goes. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we used to tell all the stories about Dan Gable and, you know, there's so many legends in uh, in the wrestling world. And I think it's it's really fascinating to hear, you know, I went through a similar kind of experience where I wasn't naturally gifted. Some wrestlers, some athletes are just naturally gifted. And it's it's not the majority of people. Right. And so what do you think it was for you? that kind of flipped that switch, you know, why did you keep doing it after you, you know, when you started, you just weren't that great. I mean, you, I was the same way, no, but it, yeah. <laughs> so why, why did you keep going? And then, you know, it, what, what made you do that? You know what? Uh, a lot of it, I guess, you know, sometimes you're on autopilot in a way, but it was just a, um, a, uh, incessant hunger to not fail at something, you know, just, it was just like this. It, I took it very personal that this is, was something I was very deficient in, uh, mentally and physically and so forth that I didn't identify myself as a loser in that regard. And once, once I, I really grabbed a hold of what that true identity was that I could actually be somebody, you know, pretty good in this, then, uh, that's when the training sort of followed suit and then the wins, you know, came after. So that's yeah, that's very interesting. Now, would do you think that you learned the lessons from wrestling that helped shape your whole life and help you in your business pursuits and law school and all those other things? In terms of an achievement mentality, absolutely. Um, being able to will your way forward, and I think there's a couple of aspects to mental toughness. So this first aspect of mental toughness, being being able to will your way through something. Uh, Navy SEAL type mentality or so forth when you think of the, the mental toughness, that phrase. Uh, so absolutely. But then when you get into business, for instance, um, you recognize in terms of human behavior, for instance, not everybody is on that mode. So if you attack everybody that way, um, you you break rapport very easily in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so there's a second component of mental toughness, I think, um, which wrestling is a very individualistic sport. Uh, so it's 100 percent accountability in a way. But you determine your own success in business. For instance, you're working with lots of people. So it's not exactly as dry cut as that. So the second component of mental toughness is is really um, – Understanding how to look at the bigger picture of what you really want and and it's not always willing your way through. Yeah, interesting. Uh, sometimes sometimes it's 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 stepping back. Um yeah, if that if that makes sense. I think it does, yeah, kinda like intellectualizing it. So not just brute forcing your way through, like uh, you know, suffer fest, willing style, but but maybe yeah. more of a cerebral approach where you're just taking a step back, getting the kind of the bird's eye view, and saying, okay, this is why I'm doing this. This is the strategy, and 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 that's absolutely. Th that's very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And it took me took me a while to figure that that out. You know, you, I, I thought that it was just one way that you could get what you want by working hard, for instance, and just pl plunging forward. It's not always the case, you know, so it is um, very much in, in understanding the bigger picture. So and then now, uh, is there a third element to, to the mental toughness that really kind of helped you or that you thought about or 
Is it mostly just um, those? Yeah, I mean, every, everything comes full circle, right, in, in a way. So you, being able to um, take those two ideologies at the same time, you know, that's really the third component. Right. Uh, which if you, if you can do that, now you've, you've got something special. So how often would you say you kind of back up and, and look at the overall – is that like a once a month thing or do you do that daily or like, you know, when you were, um, for example, when you're in a business uh, type of situation and you're growing a, a business and you're kind of plugging away day by day, doing the, the force of will, you know, yes. you know, how, how often do you take, take a step back and strategically think about your direction and what you're doing? So I used to be very task driven, basically create schedules and you got to stay according to the schedule Mm -hmm. and not much flexibility. And in terms of that, check your email at a certain time, show up to the office at a certain time, all that kind of stuff. Uh, And then it was really just taking a step back to, well, you could work 16 hour days until you're blue in the face and you're still frustrated because you're not getting the actual result that you want. So everything, you know, in my life now is a little more outcome driven. Um, and it, the, the tasks can be very flexible. It doesn't need, don't necessarily have to, uh, stay with that strict adherence to things that you, you traditionally think everybody does in this industry, for instance, or whatever it is. Yeah. Right? And sometimes that means doing one major task for the day and making sure that's done. Um, and even if that takes an, an hour, or two hours of your day, it, it, it's far better than spending 14 hours uh, doing this nonsensical work that's not actually producing the, the result that you want. For instance, many entrepreneurs that I work with, they're, they're, they want more money, but they're stuck in these non-revenue uh, generating activities. Yeah, And it's a hamster wheel. It's over and over again. And it's always the 80-20 rule. There's a few activities that you do on a daily basis that generate the money. And the more attention that you could put into those things, and it doesn't take that much time, but now you really uh, scale up your business. Um, And you know, if, if it's, if it's not, there's a great quote that my, my client once told me, uh, and he said, basically no, no money, no mission. You could have the greatest, you know, idea in terms of being mission driven and purpose driven that you're going to change the world and have all these ideologies. Right. But if you don't have capital to fuel it, it's very difficult to not only get it off the ground, but to get other people involved, to do the things that you want to do, to make a mark, um, and, and marketing, advertising, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it, it's, you got to come back to your results while you're doing this for, and look, you could do your, your charity work. You could do major contrib- uh, contributory things outside of your business. You know, your business is really the revenue generating side of things. Well, and the, the more you grow your business, the more opportunity you have to make an impact with your social, yes. you know, missions or, or your charity, you know, cause obviously, the more successful the brand is or whatever you're working on is, uh, the, the more time and energy and capital you're going to be able to put into things that can help make the world a better place. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So I want to get back to this, but I do want to take a step back and, and talk to the kids out there who are listening for a moment. And, you know, a lot of kids, uh, you know, are, are trying to find themselves and they're trying to find the things they love. And a lot of our listeners, love American Ninja Warrior, they love Ninja, they, they love the events that we've been putting on, uh, the Wolfpack Ninja Tour, and, and they're focused on becoming the best 
ninjas that they can be. And we've talked about it a little bit, but you know, sport is really kind of an analogy for any goals or any pursuits you want to get done in life. And I, I just you know, wanted to see what, what you might have to say and now like take it down to a kid's level. What would you want to tell our, our little ninjas out there about yeah. accomplishing goals and using ninja to kind of springboard themselves to say, go to law school like you did and, and become a lawyer or go to medical school or go to become an engineer or whatever it is. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I love this topic. There, when I was in high school, there was a buddy of mine who said something that really stuck with me at the time. Um, I must have been in 10th grade and we were talking about time travel and possibility. Like, what would you do if you could go to the future? You know, these hypotheticals that you talk. About. Right, right. And then you come back and he, he, he gave a very intellectual answer. He basically said, you know, I would figure out what career I was doing and what profession I was in. And then I would be able to, you know, ramp up the learning curve uh, so that so that would be way far ahead of, of where. Wow. Wow. It and it was it was very interesting. And it stuck with me that if you could figure that out as a young as a youngster, like what 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 do you want to be in, in 20 years or so forth? Right. And then if you could reverse engineer that entire process to be able to ramp that that speed up. Uh, you're going to be in great shape. But I, I believe that everybody has sort of a, an internal blueprint. What I mean by that is there's a seed that goes into the ground for a tree and it could grow into a pine tree, an oak tree, but it's it's all embedded in that seed. And it's the same thing with our DNA. I believe there's purpose in human beings and individuals who, that you were, you were called to be somebody. And it's, it, it's, it's, it's very much in your best interest to figure out what that is. Um, and you get glimpses. Everybody does there. And, and instead of just brushing them off that, it's just like this, this random vision. It's a real vision. It's actually, you know, almost every, all my clients who I work with, I walk them through a visualization process where I actually try to bring as much detail. And, and what I mean by that is color and make it into a movie instead of this gray scale image that just pops up from time to time of you somewhere in the future. Uh, and, and I, I learned this from Arnold Schwarzenegger essentially, who said that his greatest gift was visualization, uh, and that he would see himself on the bodybuilding stage years before he actually won it, uh, where he would see all the bodybuilders, he would see the faces in the crowd, they would scream Arnold, 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 but he had such immense detail. Uh, and so I, I think we all have unconscious, subconscious gifts in a way, but I think that's his, his unconscious gift is visualization. But if you could consciously do what people are naturally good subconsciously, now you, you really have some magic that you can, you can create. Uh, so dig deep in there if you're a youngster to find out what that is and, and uh, reverse engineer the process. And if you're having trouble with just figuring out, you got there's two things that you should pick a career for. Number one is you got to be skilled in it. If you're not skilled, you're going nowhere. And the second is you have to love it, or else you're not going to really work hard at it. Right, right. And, and so those two have to go hand in hand. So what are you really skilled at? Write write it down. What are, what do you love doing? Find jobs. That if it's sports, there's look, there's there's limiting beliefs in terms of being not a, being able to make money in certain professions. But I promise you, there's billions of hands that billions of dollars that change hands in that industry. So you just go on Indeed.com, find all the the job uh, the job titles and the job descriptions that are in that industry, 
and now write those on a piece of paper. What interests you? What intrigues you? Find out what you're skilled at. See what what has that cross pattern, and uh, and now you could actually you know take a take a shot in that direction. So that is absolutely incredible advice. We each have the seed within us and and a calling to be something uh, perhaps greater than we are at at this moment in time. But it it takes a lot of hard work and it seems like that's something that you've gotten really good at. You know, we're each dealt a a hand in life and, you know, even if you're starting hand, uh, even if even if you don't, you know, have, uh, even if you're not dealt like a royal flush or something, you can still make a winning hand out of it and and kind of go as far as you as you can take yourself. You can you can. There's no real limits as as long as you're working hard. And like you said, I think if you focus on the things that you love, then you're going to have the desire to, to kind of step it up and work hard for it. I, I love that. It's really cool. Really awesome. very cool. Yeah. yeah and, and and so now. Real quick, and, and again, before we get back into some of uh, the, the business that you're doing now and kind of what, you, what you're working on, um, tell us a little bit about, about your health and nutrition. Do you take care of yourself physically? Is that something that kind of got left behind after you finished wrestling, or is that important to you now? And, and uh, what, what are your views on, on health and nutrition and those kind of things? Absolutely. So um, I'm glad you brought this up. So basically, I, can't com- I couldn't compete. Uh, after I, after my college wrestling career, I had lots of injuries, uh, shoulder kept dislocating, you know, uh, dozens of times, for instance, had to get shoulder surgery. And even after shoulder surgery, never the same. Um, yeah, I had, uh, sprain, uh, sprain knee, ankles, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's a tough sport, broken rib, you know? So it's, it's tough on, on the body. Uh, and just mentally, you know, draining and also the yo-yoing of weight is not not very healthy. So I couldn't couldn't keep that up. Um, but, you know, I did did uh, get bit by that weightlifting bug and and would still stay in there for six, seven days a week, you know, heavy training and so forth, being able doing uh, 450 pound deadlifts and 350 pound squats and all that kind of stuff. But, wow. That catches up to you too, um, and my body it was, it was beat to crap after all that stuff. To now, I can't do the same kind of training that I used to. So, and and if I do, my back is just completely out of whack. You know, my lower back which is just is just screaming, and that's probably part of the uh, the psoas just saying take a take a break. You know, yeah, right. Uh, so now I, I'm much more take much more holistic approach in a way instead of that that gung ho weightlifting mentality. Uh, I I I like to lift weights three four times a week, uh, and and it's intense but short sessions. Um, so it, it's supersetting lots of muscle groups in in conjunction with each other, and then and then um, cardio. I like to play a lot of basketball, for instance, and, and switch it up. But sprints are, are, are great and, and mix that in with uh, some aerobic type training. And uh, in terms of nutrition, I, I've also I used to be very, very strict in the sense of no, no flour, no carbs, all that kind of stuff. No yeah. dairy. Um, and then, you know, you experiment a little and see how does how does the body react to this? How do I feel? How do my energy levels are? And if you don't stay so rigid, uh, because I do believe that's rooted in, in ego in a way, I believe more in flowing with the universe and what it what it calls, you know, that it's um, who, who you are at 20 is not who you are at 30 and right, 40 and so right. forth. 
Right. You know, and it's going to call for different protocols in terms of your, both your training and you got to you got to reverse engineer the, the training to your lifestyle, you know. So what what exactly? So, for instance, you know, a guy like Tony Robbins, for instance, a guy I look up to, he's um, doing these these weekend seminars on practically every weekend where he's uh, on stage and needs a, a tremendous amount of energy for dozen over a dozen hours right so that needs to be sustainable so intense powerlifting training is not conducive to that right, right so right. it's got to it's got to come back to what do you really want to do for the rest of your life in terms of your career and so forth so for me it's more about energy levels and stuff like that and uh i i find it more with body weight uh and, and lots of cardio keeping the aerobic there and um and and nutrition, you know, enjoy, enjoying food and meals is something that I really uh, I really do enjoy. So uh, I'm, I'm you you got to make it work within you know you want to look great, but do do you take a more intellectual approach? Because I used to be it, 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 I had to be as lean as possible. That was that was my outcome. That right. was my goal in a right. way. Right. But if you're five percent body fat but you really feel miserable every time somebody's eating pizza in front of you, yeah. how your quality of life? Right. So it, let's say that you were able to eat pizza a few times a week and you were six and a half, seven percent body fat. Would, would that be a better quality of life? For me, it was. Interesting. So it, it's it's important to just keep that all in perspective. Yeah. And so maybe, you know, a lot of times we're overdriven, overdriven to – eat perfectly and tr overtrain and you know I, I think that a lot of us have that force of will and like you were saying maybe when you intellectualize and you kind of step back a little bit and you say wait is this really you know good for me or am I going too hard after this and I'll tell you from uh from Ninja Warrior from Ninja uh most of the ninjas overtrain so that by the time they get to this incredible event uh, this incredible TV show or our competition, which is a, a big head-to-head -head racing competition, it's it turns out to be something where they're tired, you know, and it's they've overdone it. Uh, and, you know, more is not always better, but maybe like if you're focused on, like you said, the 20% that's going to give you the highest gains or yields, whether it's in business or in your athletic life or whatever, maybe even in nutrition, you know, and you you have that pizza uh, once a week, you have that dessert and you enjoy, enjoy life. Yeah. Maybe you're going to have a little bit better balance. And like you said, flow with the universe. I love that. I think it's a really good, uh, uh a really good way to, to be. And I've kind of happened upon the same thing. So I, I think that that's awesome. Let's get back to your, your business. What are you excited about now? Tell you said you were working with entrepreneurs. Um, what are some of the things that you're doing right now that are really exciting to you? Uh, absolutely. And, and just one more thing to what you were saying, you're spot on uh, oh, yeah. overtraining yep. is very important for the mind. Uh, I, I think it's a prerequisite for anybody who really wants to be successful. That Interesting, you, you gotta, yeah. you gotta overtrain, you know, physically, whatever you go to military, Navy SEAL type, type mentality right. to get to a point so that you have those calluses in your brain, so to speak. But then, like you said, it's, it's more, okay, intellectualize this thing. And is this optimal for me physically at this point, you know, uh, uh, after I already went through, got, developed the mental toughness? Yeah, right? so it's like you, you have to kind of get that first. You kind of sure. have to learn that mental toughness and, and you overtrain and you learn it. But then you have to be able to kind of get a balance where you can incorporate that when you need to and you can have that mental toughness and tenacity 
uh, more as like a tool in your you know kind of in your repertoire you know yeah there's this bodybuilder dave palumbo who said that he, he's a uh, He's got an incredible physique in terms, and especially in terms of his legs. And he said that the the reason for his leg development was that he was a runner in his younger younger years, and he feels that the the overtraining with the running, while it was detrimental to him physically in a way, created all the muscle connections and neural connections in his brain. Right. To to basically when he's doing a leg exercise that he feels every single muscle fiber going forward because he developed that that through overtraining and running, you know. Ah, so interesting. It's very important. Um yeah, for sure. Now now in terms of in terms of business, we could sort of get into that. Um I created a company with my childhood friend called Muscle Prodigy. So it's a it's a health and fitness business. Sure. And, uh, we created a, a workout program called MP45, sort of uh, to cater to the gym market. You know, there's there was P90X and Insanity Out and so forth that were catering to the home market. So we wanted to really tap into the gym market because I, I believe that it's 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 sort of like a um, uh, uh, computer with internet, you know, as opposed to working uh, with a, a calculator. And just a pencil, you right, know, right, right. you have equipment at your disposal, uh, you're, you're going to get better, better results in a way if, if you do incorporate some weight training, for instance, and you incorporate some, uh, some certain exercises. So that's, that's what MP45 is all about. It's a 45 day workout program. Very excited about, um, the, the developments of that that have taken place and how it's transformed. Uh, we're also coming out with a supplement line. So uh, post-workout that we are um, coming out with, it's actually a, um, a grass-fed whey isolate with sweet potato powder. Oh, wow. So you see a bunch of you know these, these um, fast-acting carbohydrates, maltodextrin and so forth that are in a lot of these proteins in their junk. So really wanted to uh, – come out with something that was uh, all natural and also something that was very beneficial to uh, the body, not just the muscles. Well, yeah, and that's cool that you mentioned, you know, the grass fed and, and that's not like a pot. It's not like necessarily the cheapest or you know, most popular way to go. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what you put in is kind of what you get out. Right. And so, I mean, it's, it's cool that you're developing, uh, you know, these helpful supplements to that kind of go hand in hand with the muscle prodigy uh, program. And it, it sounds like there's quite a bit of success there. Um, you know, you you said that, and, and we'll definitely let people know uh, in a little bit uh, when we let them know how they can contact you and, and get in touch and follow you on your socials, uh, where to, to look into the Muscle Prodigy and the, uh, the supplements. But I want to know a little bit more about this work that you've been doing with uh, entrepreneurs or, you know, I mean, yeah. you're, you're a lawyer. Do you use your your legal degree and your legal mind that much these days? Uh, yeah, you know what? I quickly found out that I was not passionate about law. I wanted to get the degree, think like a lawyer, all that kind of stuff, um, have it as a weapon. But right, right. practicing at this stage of my life, not really something that I'm, you know, have a tremendous desire for. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but you know, you use that analytical mind all the time. Uh, you know. Just analyzing all kinds of different scenarios and what ifs in business and so well, forth. Well, and it's but so it's so important yeah. to listen to yourself and to you know to listen to yourself and know if it's just not right and you got to make a new career shift. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, now, in terms of marketing for Muscle Prodigy, it was on YouTube creating all kinds of motivational videos, and many of them caught fire. About thirty million YouTube views got racked up, and I did a video every day for a year. Wow. And 
built a built a pretty large following on YouTube. And from there, people were coming to me with all kinds of uh, questions about life advice, whether it was relationships, their career, um, finding their purpose in life, spirituality, uh, business, so forth. Um, that I spawned off and created a consulting company to be able to help as many people as possible in that in that oh, capacity. Very cool. So, um, yeah, you could you could check it out at jaredgrossman.com. I work with individuals, have a mastermind group, for instance, and all kinds of video courses to help people really uh, fast track their way to success. Uh, and and there's other ventures that I that I do take up. For instance, um, I created a business communications platform. It's called Task Chat. You could check it out at taskchatapp.com. That's T A S K C H A T. So out of my out of my own frustration um, with a lot of tools that were out there. For instance, uh, many many companies use Slack. For instance, uh, amazing platform. Uh, but the, the the only issue that 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 um, you know in my experience that I had with it was task management wasn't really there and you'd have to use other tools like Trello or Asana, for instance. So basically I took it upon myself to create it, uh, where it was actually wow. integrated all in one. Um, so yeah, very excited about, about that because it's just, uh, I just launched it actually. Oh, well that's exciting. And you know, we're going to, I'm going to check that out because we're looking at solutions for our, our Wolfpack Ninja tour to keep the team together and task focused. Yes. So task chat, task chat is, uh, the app that I'll be looking for. Yeah, yeah. And and real quick for everybody out there, Jarrett Grossman, it, it's JarrettGrossman.com? That's right, J-A-R-E-T. I know it's a weird spelling. I've been uh, <laughs> bugged about it ever since I was a little kid. <laughs> Did you grow up now with uh, brothers and sisters? or? Yes, I had one, I have one sister, um, very close. And uh, yeah, she's, she's married now. She's in New Jersey. She's going to be starting a family soon, hopefully. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, it, it sounds like you're just kind of a builder. Like, you've, you've kind of taken, uh, you know, the steps from one thing to the other to create value in the world. And, you know, when did, when did you know that you kind of had an entrepreneurial, uh, you know, I, I don't know, seed planted in you? Or, like, well, when did you know that you were kind of made to – to build things and to grow companies and to help people like the way that you're doing? Um, you know what? Let's see. I, I was always very, I went to a business school in college Yeah. and, yeah. um, I was always drawn to business in, in some capacity. Cre creating a blog was really the first thing that I did. And I was, I liked websites. I, I would design things in, on front page, even when I was in high school, long before I, I wish I could, you know, could have coded like a Facebook or something, you know, it was just right, nonsense right. sites, you know, if, right, <laughs> when right. I was on a vacation, I would just go on front page and just make all kinds of uh, websites and so forth. So it was just an, 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 an um, a real deep interest in the internet kind of thing. Um, and from there, you know, you, the more, the more you want to make an impact and the more you have a, a deep, deep purpose to, to change people's ideologies or their thought process, the more you want to uh, get capital, for instance, the more you want to uh, grow your empire and the more you want to affect the world through actual meaningful products and services ultimately is what you realize is the, is the biggest way to um, change the world. You know, it's like, uh, uh, to put to put it in perspective, Elon Musk 
really tapped into the idea that nobody wants to drive a Prius, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it aesthetically, it's not there, right? So he said, okay, let, let's make an amazing looking car. And, and that's what he did with Tesla. And, and, and boom, now you solve the energy problem. Uh, and, and that's how it always is going to work in, in, in the world, in, in business and whatnot. You could have these great aspirations, but, but you, you got to make something that people will actually buy. Uh, and and I, I understood that, you know, kind of at a young age. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. You want to kind of create – everybody wants to have fun. Everybody wants to enjoy life. And so if you create a brand or a product or a service that helps people to do that even more, you're probably going to be successful with it because there's, there's going to be a never-ending market for stuff that brings more joy to the world. So that's yeah. that's very very interesting. So uh, let's get into real real quick. How can people follow you? What are what are you on YouTube? Where where should people go to follow on the socials? Uh, we already know the website, and uh, let's talk about where they can uh, check out Muscle Prodigy and, and the supplement as well. Yeah. So so hop on MuscleProdigy.com or MP45.com. M is in Mary, P is in Paul. Forty-five.com. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We've got a huge following, Muscle Prodigy. And uh, also on YouTube, you could check me out, Jarek Grossman, J-A-R-E-T-G-R-O-S-S-M-A-N. Okay, absolutely amazing. Jarek, I have a feeling this is the first of several or many conversations that we're going to be having, yeah. both online or offline. I really, I've really enjoyed this, and I think it's bringing a lot of value to our listeners, and uh, I'm sure some of them will be getting in, in touch with you. You know, it's it's really kind of you to take your time to to help us understand what it took to go from, and no offense, but like a mediocre hand that you felt yeah. in, in wrestling, you know, you didn't really have these super gifts, but going on to be, you know, a three-time All-American and a lawyer and a, a successful entrepreneur with you know, so it's really an amazing thing to see what you've done with your life. And it inspires, I think, uh, myself and, and our listeners and all the kids out there uh, to take Ninja and use that as a catapult or, or whatever they're doing, climbing or parkour or wrestling, and use that as a catapult to find out, you know, how to work hard and to do the things that you need to do to change the world and become the leader uh, the leaders of tomorrow. And, and so I think you're a great role model. And we just want to thank you for being on the show, Jarrett. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Love what you're doing, man. And uh, it's an honor. All right. So there you have it. Jarrett Grossman. What a great guy. And uh, he, he's really a role model and it's pretty cool. He's a life coach. So he's helping quite a few people. And hopefully we can get him out to the Wolfpack Ninja Tour because I would like to see how that ex- wrestling experience you know the ex-wrestler in his past uh, will do on the course there's such tenacity there in wrestlers uh, such amazing athletes uh, fit right into the ninja world we have some wrestling ninjas in fact so come out to the wolfpack ninja tour check it out and go to wolfpackninjatour.com to check out our videos and see updates and follow us on the socials at wolfpack ninjas we want to thank Jarrett Grossman for a really great uh, interview and we will be back soon we've got some surprises in store and hopefully kick it up a notch with the podcast I know we've been gone for a while we're working really hard on the tour to get it out there so everybody can have a really great time if your kids haven't been to a Wolfpack Ninja Tour you need to bring them because it is 
unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's their chance to be ninjas on a real live ninja course. So for the rest of the wolf pack, and now there's over 30 of us, including Kevin Bull, Jesse Graff, Joe Moravsky. Uh, there's there's so many in the wolf pack now. But for the rest of the wolf pack, this is Noah Kaufman signing out, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www.wolfpackninjas.com and join us on social media. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips. Oh!